all drunk and asleep. It's my age, agreed Brig, propping himself up on one elbow. Anyway, I can't have anything more than coffee this morning, loves, because I've got to get back to defend Hong Kong. Today the Chinese may strike across the border, and it's an hour and a bit from here, if I get the ferry right. Pearl detached herself from him, pushed herself away, and rolled beautifully from the low bed onto the floor. She crouched for a moment, like a spy getting her bearings, then rose gracefully and began pushing her hands through her black hair. Brig rolled his eyes towards her. Her back was towards him, white and small as a child's. He reached out and, with smiling luxury, ran his index finger down the soft crack of her backside. Impatiently, she touched his hand aside. You no point, she pouted. It's rude. He laughed soundlessly and patted her friendly buttocks. She gave him a tired but genuine smile, reached for a thick patchwork robe, and having wrapped it inelegantly about herself, padded off towards the kitchen. Ruby stealthily opened one oblong eye and looked across the ridge of Briggs' body. She gone? she said. Good. Pearl make coffee. Ruby make love. Brig grinned into her miniature face and cradled her like a large father. He could feel the roughness of his own hard body against the minuteness of hers. The small eggs of her breasts lay in the hairy nest of his chest. Calm this morning, love, he whispered. No time. Plenty time last night, she sulked. You bloody drunk. I'll have to stop mixing my pleasures, he acknowledged. Anyway, you both got paid. What are you moaning about? No like pay without work. Not honest to goodness, she said, digging her fingers into his soft parts. She touched him between his legs as though making some kind of quality test. Then she gave up, dropped him, and sighed. I'll see you next week, next Thursday, and I won't get plastered then, promise. Plastered? What plastered? Drunk, you know. Ah, plastered is drunk. She said it as though she had discovered some extraordinary new truth. That's it. She laughed and called to her sister excitedly. Plastered! Plastered is drunk! Ha! Unimpressed, Pearl came to the thin partition of the kitchen. Coffee come, she said. Brig not, Ruby complained, suddenly sulky from the bed. Too tired. Army live too far away, said Pearl. She began to stir the Nescafe and dainty beakers. Then she laughed. We come live with Army, with you. Brig snorted rudely into Ruby's face. Resignedly, she wiped her cheek with the back of her hand. I can see the old man being very pleased with that, he said. God, it was difficult enough to get Ho-Ho, and she's just a housekeeper, fifty and crammed with gold teeth. Who, old man? asked Pearl. Who? Oh, the old man. The colonel, the CO, the boss. Oh, army boss not like us? She sounded amazed. I think he might be difficult. 
Ruby, impatient as a child with a disappointing toy, tugged at his private parts. Maybe we marry you and come live with Army. Both of you, laughed Brig, firmly taking her hand away. Not likely. Anyway, you're on the game. I'm not marrying anyone on the game. They took no offence at this. Ruby tweaked his penis affectionately again. Pearl brought the coffee to the bed. Our father not like us marry British Army soldier, she sniffed. Not good for family name. The buildings of Hong Kong were piled on the hills about the harbour like large people who have found vantage points and are waiting patiently for some spectacle to occur. Along the water's edge they were thick as the front ranks of a crowd, but the tall white places on the slopes were quieter and indistinct in the breaking morning. A junk, its sail like a spread hand, moved poetically along the